Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Do you trust yourself? I feel like that is the question we ask ourselves daily. And it's one of the biggest things that we work on is the lack of trust that we have within ourselves and our knowing and this whole journey of becoming more conscious. And as you're going through your awakening, really just struggling with trust. In this episode, we break down what is trust, how to trust, and where you'll notice that you're lacking trust and why in your life. At the beginning of this episode, you might be only picking up five pound trust dumbbells, but by the end, I hope that you can see that you can lift up 80. Enjoy. Hi, Carly. Hi, Coco. The sun is shining today. I'm feeling alive. I know. It's been nice. I don't realize how much I miss the sun until it's gone. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was thinking today before we started recording that like I can't wait till summer when we can like sit outside and you guys can listen to the birds in the background. Oh yeah, we can go outside and do this. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You know, just sit on the patio and podcast and, you know, have nature in the background. <laughs> what a life. What a life. People are like, I hate you right now. <laughs> it's so beautiful in the Okanagan, you guys, in the summer. It's, if you haven't been to the Okanagan, Okanagan or Kelowna, BC, Canada. Google us if you're from any of the countries that listen to us and look it up. It's wine country and my house overlooks the lake and it is so beautiful. The energy every single morning, you know? Yeah, it's so nice. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Google us if you're one of our listeners that we see from Colombia, Brazil, Finland, New Zealand, Malaysia. We see you guys. Thank you so much for listening. So hope you liked last week's episode on the level up. So this is kind of building on that. I just did a quick channel and today we're talking about trust. I feel like that's a dirty word for some people. <laughs> not not in the sense, just in the sense that it's um, difficult for some people. Yeah. And a lot of people have a lot of anger and fear and so much around the word trust. Mm -hmm. I don't trust people. So how can I trust myself? Trust is really, it's, it's, it's actually really interesting because it's one of those things that takes very little to break, but takes so much to earn and gain. And it's almost like as soon as you break that with yourself, it takes a lot of work to regain it. Yeah. And so Trust is a big, big, I think it's the core, one of the core components in your awakening mm -hmm. in this journey and doing the work. And I'm going to kind of bring it back here a bit and using me again as an example. When I first awakened to my, my gifts, it was the hardest part about my journey was trust, trusting that I knew what I knew mm -hmm. and not doubting what I knew. And you guys, it's was fucking scary in the beginning when I'd be like, yeah, so your grandma just came through and I tell you all this like intense information or your grandma would tell it through me. And 
for me to get that trust muscle built up Mm -hmm. in me where being like, you can judge me all you want. You can tell me that there's holes in this or you can whatever took a long time Mm -hmm. to get that trust muscle. I see it like as a muscle right now that I've really had to work on over the years to be like, now I have like, no, there's no wavering in that. Like, you know, I know what's coming through is exactly what's meant for you in whatever form it's coming to you. And it may not be what you want to hear, but is 100% what you need to. And so in this journey, it's all about learning trust and flexing that trust muscle with yourself, with yourself. Yeah. So it's like going to the gym, you know, the very first time, you know, you go, you're not doing 80 pounds, Mm -hmm. you know, you're starting at five and working yourself up because that's getting that muscle to be able to do the 80. Mm -hmm. So working on your trust within yourself is the exact same way. Yeah. And what happens with that is why do we have such a lack of trust in ourselves? You know, we've never really stopped to like think about that. Like, why are we dis- distrusting ourselves? Well, I think it all comes back to that first time that you were told no or mm-hmm. you're wrong. Yeah, right? your light it's was dimmed. When your light was dimmed that very first time. And then from then on, you just, you just it's agree snowballed. with that. It's, you, well, it's snowball. Yeah. So like, if you think about, say, me as an example, when I had my light dimmed that I'm aware of when my cousin told me, you know, don't ever tell anybody that you see or talk to dead people. And I didn't until I was 30. I distrusted myself in such a strong way. And now I'm also seeing that I have, I actually have trust density in my body right now that Carly found on me when I was mentoring her a couple weeks ago, because my trust um, energetically came from, my dad, mm-hmm. who didn't trust in his gifts and his knowledge because somebody dimmed him. Right. And when I think about my dad, I'm like, oh my God, he's so gifted. He's just like me. He's a visionary. You know, he he started his own company when he was so young because it just came to him and he could build and he can do all these things. Mm-hmm. So he trusted to that level. But then to connect the way that I am, you know, he never really got to explode that or he got close to that and somebody dimmed him or he didn't trust himself enough because let's be honest the ego and the outside world will do everything it can to dim your trust Mm -hmm. it's insane well yeah and it does that because trust is so powerful within yourself like like just sit down right now and think about that like the last decision that you regretted making if you would have just trusted your intuition or your gut you probably would have made a different decision Oh, a hundred percent every single time, every single time. And that's how powerful it is. So think if everyone in the world trusted themselves to the umph degree and just followed their gut and knew what they know is right, the world would be a completely different place. Yeah. And the reason why that gets so full of sand. So what they're showing me right now is, you know, imagine, um, you know, you're at the beach and you know, you're laying down and you put the sand and all of a sudden it covers your whole body and Mm -hmm. you just have your head showing. That's what happens to us in life with trust. Right. Right. Because it starts with one little grain of sand and all of a sudden you're covered. Exactly. You're covered. And it comes with just the, 
being unconscious, the choice that our soul makes, the agreement that we make when we come into these bodies is to forget who we are. Mm -hmm. So you spend your whole life remembering who you are or, you know, potentially everybody's journey is different. But for the most part, this generation of us are, are now into our 20s and 30s before, you know, we start to remember. But that's the journey of your soul to come in this body, forget the agreements, forget everything that you came here to do to then remember because your soul is here to reverse karma. Your soul is here to heal your wounds. And if you if you do just even one of that in this one lifetime, like that's astronomical. But it dims you the whole way because everybody wants you like, think about it. Think about the world. Like you're born, your parents tell you how to eat and tell you how to do this. Everybody's telling you, then you're in school. Like you have to go to school. It's law. Mm -hmm. So everybody goes to school and there's all this programming. You got to go to university. You got to do this. It's just starting to change now where it's like, if you don't go to university, like go follow your heart somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But you're basically told from the time you're born not to trust. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Or to always rely on someone else. Someone else's opinion. Yeah. Like, especially as you're growing up, you never, ever trust yourself. Honestly, like no disrespect to anybody in my life, but nobody ever said to me like, well, if that's what you, if that's what you want, if that's what you truly trust in yourself, that that's what you want now everybody says that to me. Mm -hmm. But I remember like back when I was really young, they were against me more than they were like with you with you. Yeah. Right. So you develop the weakest trust muscle that you could ever imagine. So it, so it starts off weak. And then you're going through life and things are making it even weaker. Right? Yeah. Like you're, you're, you know, you people, you distrust people, they do things to make you distrust them. You just start distrusting yourself even more because now you're not following your intuition and bad things are happening. It's like it starts off weak and just like, that's not a really good, like, starting point. No. <laughs> and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we all have our inner child. We have our mother and our father wounds. We have our wounds. We have our traumas. Which actually all goes back to trust if you think yes. about it. Like, even like that inner child, like, like, so like Coco's, for example, like no one played with you. And so that made you upset. Well, I'm sure if you would have just trusted in yourself to say, Hey, if I just go over there and ask them to ask them to play with me, I'm sure they would, but you probably distrusted yourself and said, no, I'll just sit back and wait. And then you created that inner child. Yes. Or a good example too, is when I told you last month, I went into another inner child when I was 15 years old and there was a guy that I really, really liked and he, him and I had been like, you know, flirting as you do when you're 15. And I think he, he was my first kiss and that whole thing. And I remember standing outside of the swimming pool and I knew that he liked me. Like I knew he mm -hmm. liked me. Mm -hmm. And someone said, oh, well, he asked out another, he asked out somebody, he asked out another girl. And I was like, what? Because in my sewing and in my knowing, I knew that he liked me. Yeah. But that caused that moment of distrust for me because the only reason he asked out that other girl is because he was a hockey player and that image made him look good versus me. Right. So there was a connection with us mm -hmm. on a soul level and, you know, probably beyond that. But he went with the physical because he yeah. didn't trust himself. He wanted to upkeep the image. It made him look good. It filled, you know, all the things. So that's a part of my distress now as a 36 year old woman is it's like, well, gosh, at 15, 
I was so sure he liked me. I knew he liked me. Yeah. Um, but then he asked out somebody else. So I'm wrong. I must be wrong. Everything I, must I do. Be wrong. Yeah. yeah. I was telling myself stories or. So now yeah. here I am at 36 going back with who I am now, revisiting that, seeing the energy, understanding the energy, being able to access his energy and see like, I wasn't wrong, mm-hmm. but that's affected my whole timeline of just distrust. Mm-hmm. And in my world and in my life, I look at, you know, my twenties and I had a lot of success very young in my careers. And everybody would always say everything you touch turns to gold. So I can say that my soul obviously is not on its first rodeo. This is my mastery life. So my soul has been leading me with trust. Mm -hmm. But if we also look like you just previously said, When I didn't trust myself, that was the most pain I had ever had. Mm -hmm. And I was always wrong. Do you know what I mean? It always took me down the wrong path. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, like, hearing you say that. It's like when things in your life had to happen, because we all have kind of that roadmap that we've created for ourselves. And, you know, you as a human were on autopilot. Your soul just trusted and you did what you had to do. But when you were, when you as the human when you were in control, you didn't trust. 100%. And that's when things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really, really hard to even now to trust. So we were just having this conversation earlier this week when um, Carly was talking to me when I was having a moment of distress, which here's the thing. I, in all my work with everybody that I see in every experience, I'm in a channel and I do the work you know, and I trust it. There's just, there's no black, there's no, it's, it's black and white for me, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing that you can say to me because I see it. I experience it. I feel it. I'm seeing all the aspects of your life. You know, if I'm doing density on you, I can get to that exact spot on your body. We can feel that pulsing, like all the things there's no distress Mm -hmm. at all. But when it comes to myself Mm -hmm. and my work, I distrust myself. Mm-hmm. like for me specifically. So all the knowledge that I get from my committee of guides and it's intense and all the stuff that like Carly and my team and I are working on manifesting out. Carly is like basically my trust muscle because she's always like, <laughs> put you back in your place, girl. She's like, Coco, get it together. Like, you know, and, but that's my 2%. That's my layer. Yes, because listen to this, like when you are doing work for other people, you're in sole purpose. Your soul is driving the car. Yeah. When you have to take a step back and look at human Coco and what's going on for you, then human Coco, let's say, is in control and there's you still you're still working on this trust. Everyone's still working on it. Yeah. But that's but that's why with other people you're so sure and why with you you're like, but why me? Yeah. Yeah. So just explaining to all of you that's listening you know, we're no different. I mean, I, I still have such struggles with trusting myself, but what is birthing out of me is astronomical and it's the core of our teachings to come. And it is basically teaching everybody to trust because what is birthing out of me is definitely people are never going to doubt trust Mm -hmm. because it's going to give that density and that 3d like wow factor what happens when you trust and that's I I I chose it this way yeah because I realized out 
outside of time before coming into this body that it had to be this astronomical. You need the contrast to, to make it impact. Yeah, to really show people how to trust themselves. And we always say, like, when you come to our events and stuff, like, follow your gut. Mm -hmm. That's trust. And one of the greatest comments I heard on Friday's um, Nights with Coco was a girl said, it wasn't your post that drew me in. It was, I had this feeling that I had to be there. Yeah. And she was like, I didn't even know really what it was, but I just knew I had to come. Yeah. Which is really cool. And it's changed the trajectory of her life now. Mm -hmm. So the hardest thing for people to understand is like, what is trust? And like, what do you even mean by that? And it's like, okay, the core of our teachings too is to help you get on blueprint. So everybody is off blueprint. Let's be honest. Everybody, that's the goal here in our life is to move into alignment, to move into flow, to move into 5D energy, to heal yourself, to save yourself so that you are in alignment with what Mm -hmm. you came here to do. And when you're in alignment with what you came here to do, you now have a sense of flow. What we Mm -hmm. talk about is the joy, the abundance, the freedom and complete and utter trust. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to, to do this type of work because the trust really pings at you, right? Yeah, well, if you think about this, what's the opposite of trusting yourself is self-doubt. Yeah. Right? So, so and, and that's, and I would say that is probably the number one narrative in the whole collective in everyone's mind. Yeah. You're but, always doubting. Ego is always doubting you. Yeah, because use Carly as an example you know, I've been mentoring her since 2018. So last year came like extremely clear Mm -hmm. that she needed to quit her job. Okay. And like we've talked previously, six figure job in tech, like really comfortable. You know, she did not go without, she could financially buy whatever she wanted. Mm -hmm. And that was wonderful, but she was off blueprint, you know, and getting Carly to that point of where she was in the end of August to quit her job took radical acceptance and trust. Yeah. Oh, a lot of trust. Yes. Because (laughs) her mind throughout the summer would be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like she would plan it all out like linearly and this is how it's going to be. And to be honest, I don't think it's been even 1% of what you literally planned it out to be. Oh no. There hasn't been one thing that I was like, I'm going to do this. So then this happens. So I'm set up here. There's nothing. But that was the journey to trust. She had to almost have that conversation with her ego all summer and say, oh, this is what will happen. And worst case scenario, this is what is happening. And that's almost like, like, it's like the exercises of the muscle. It's the exercises of the muscle. And it's almost like soothing the ego so that, cause you know that you're like moving it to the back of your minivan. Do you know what it is? It's occupying the ego. Yes, exactly. It's like, let's occupy it. So it's over here. Give it a coloring book. Right. Give it the coloring book. So I can actually do what I need to do. Yes. Because I don't know if that's right or wrong, but it's going to make, it's going to allow me to have that moment of bravery and trust myself in that moment to, to take the jump. Yes. And you, like, honestly, I love it. I don't, I don't think there is any right or wrong in this journey, but I think when you give, it's all about intent. So you're mm-hmm. giving the ego that coloring book to then occupy it and, and make it feel a little bit safer. Because let's be honest, if the ego doesn't have that coloring book, it's going to be really hard for you to exercise your trust muscles. Oh yeah. So you, it's like the kid, you know, mm-hmm. you got to maybe put the kid in front of the TV for, you know, an hour so you can clean the house. Yeah. So that was what what was happening for you all summer when you were like really, you know, she would go like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then she'd pull back just a little bit and be like, well, you know, and then all of a sudden it just like 
would really click and she was like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. So then once she fully committed, you were less giving the coloring book to the ego I found. Well, because what happens is like, it's been, it's done. Yes. So now, okay, there's no more coloring book, but the ego's like, well, I can't really do anything about it now. So let's find something else to work up about. Yeah. So then your ego would, it would yeah. create other stories like, yeah. oh, this is going to happen or, you know, I, my social group or, or whatever the case may be. But then once you actually trust in your body and yourself, so in her case, she was getting massive, massive migraines. Mm -hmm. So that was also her body, her soul, her energy that surrounds her being like, ding, 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 like, wake up, wake up. We need you to jump. We need you to change your life. We need you to move into alignment. And once you actually like stood on the edge of the cliff, took everything of your old life and threw it off the, off the cliff, and then you jumped off the cliff. And trust it that mm -hmm. something was going to catch you at the bottom or you were going to fly. Mm -hmm. Then you developed a trust muscle that you can't even really define. No, and it, it really is interesting because the, the actual day that I quit, that I was talking to like my, my manager at the time saying like, this is it was not the day that I was going to do Yes, and you're so, it, I forgot it, about it that. It literally, I was just chatting with her. We were just in a boardroom doing our weekly one-to-one -one, and something came up in conversation and I literally just said, you know what, I quit. And she was like, what? And I started crying because I was like, oh my God, it was a release. I think yes. I started crying because of the release and being like, oh my God, I just did it. But like an, oh my God, yes, I just did it. Not a regretful, I just did it. And it didn't happen when I was planning to. It happened when it was supposed to. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly how this all works. And it's a trust thing. Mm -hmm. And I think now it's been what, six or seven months that you've been now out on your own and you've had to, to definitely exercise your trust muscle. And you know what, to be completely honest too, like if we want to go back to the manifestation that we're working on, I have never doubted that. No. So I feel like what happens is when you make those big jumps and you like really lift the heavy, heavy weight with your trust muscle, these other things are just like, well, if I did that, then yeah, obviously I can do that. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that I, that I've never distrust anything. I'm just saying in certain aspects It does. Now, it makes a huge... Yeah. I don't distrust. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Like I, how many times do I say that to you all the time? Coco will text me something and I'm like, obviously. And well, you're like, what? What do you mean? And I'm because like, yes. What's really interesting is because what's birthing out of me is like astronomically massive. Well, it has to do with our work. Yeah. And just life and ev it's a whole thing. Um, but it's funny because I can have the instant trust things all day long. So for example, um, my, my mentors who I'd say are the only people in physical form that are helping me with my ascension, they have a radio show. And I remember in the fall, I was coming out of Home Depot and all of a sudden I got a ping on my phone that their radio show was mm -hmm. live. And I was like, oh, whatever, I'll watch it when I get home. Then I get in the car and all of a sudden I get the, another download. It's like, call, call in. And I was like, what? Like, what am I calling in for? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I trusted that. And that was like, wow. Like I was the second caller. My rash broke out all over on my chest. It was so impactful. Like what they said was so on point with what we're manifesting out. And when I send it to you, you're like, see, you always know. Yeah. So then we were just talking before we got on, on Saturday um, at seven, seven o'clock at night, I got an email that um, has to do with my lineage holding and my wounds um, about the poverty mindset. And it pinged me mm -hmm. and I don't even 
we've worked through why it pinged me, but I started spiraling for like an hour. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like texting Carly and I'm spiraling and I'm like, okay, you know what? This is one of those moments that like, I'm just going to go to bed Yeah, because I know I'm being ridiculous. And so as I was falling asleep, I said to my committee of guides, I said, guide me, show me like, what do I need to know? What do I need to hear? So the next morning was my mentor's radio show again. It came on at noon and I'm at the gym and it came to me twice at the gym that I should call into their radio show. But I was like, oh, you know, we probably won't be home in time. Mm -hmm. You know, all the things. We got home five minutes after it went live. So I turned it on while I was making lunch. I was 40 minutes into um, their radio show. show, And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to Google their 1-800 number. I don't even know what it is. And I called in. And they put me on hold and I posted on my stories, um, the call, but anyways, the whole call I got on, there was like 200 people on hold. And she even said that she's like, we're going to talk about trust here. Mm -hmm. What you're doing for your community. So everybody who listens to this is to teach them trust. Mm -hmm. You know, I am shepherding all of you guys to look at your blueprint, to look at your wounds, to do all this. And then all of you guys, by doing the work and doing all your stuff and beginning to trust, you're shifting, you guys. Mm -hmm. It is like wild what is happening because we're all starting to trust, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was a huge moment for me to be like, look at that. Like, well, and yeah, and and the feeling you had both times you called, you knew you were getting through. Yeah, it wasn't even a doubt. No. But then when we're working on such this big manifestation, that is such a, such a doubt some days, right? But here's why it's a doubt because we'll use the example that they just told you, Carly, Mm -hmm. before we came on is when you plant a garden Mm -hmm. every single year, you don't go and check in your garden every single day to wonder if that potato is You're not digging it up to see if there's like a little thing going on inside the dirt. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or the cherry trees. We have six beautiful cherry trees right beside our house. And every spring, Scott says to me, do you ever question that those cherry trees are not going to bloom? Yeah. And I was like, no. You just, no, you you trust. No, you trust. Think about that. You know, or even you've used the analogy of like a pregnancy, like you, you see a lady who's pregnant, you, you just trust that it's coming out one day. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, so think about that. Think about how many things in our life we just trust. Like it's wild. We actually trust a lot in our life for a. You know, like we trust a really lot. Think yeah, about we it. trust a lot in our life. So it's actually then, if we say that out loud, surprising that we do distrust as much as like, we do. Like, okay, you know, your TV program is going to be on at 6 p.m. You don't distrust that it's not going to be on. Yeah. If you're planning a viewing party for the Super Bowl and it starts at three, yeah. you just know that it's going to be on at three. Yeah. You know, there's so many instances of that in our life where you don't even think about it. But, you know, you're planting that garden every spring or if you're a farmer, you're planting your crops. Yeah, you go and check on them throughout the year to check on the weeds and the seasons and whatever. But yeah, you're not digging up that potato a hundred times a day being like, well, it hasn't grown. It hasn't changed because when you let it go, it just does. And it's coming to me that in various times of my life when I've struggled with my weight and I've struggled with my weight a, a large portion of my life. When is it that I really started to change and lose weight? When I stopped focusing on it. Mm-hmm. When I just trust it. So me right now, for an example, I am smaller 
than I was at 170 pounds. Mm-hmm. I'm fitting into jeans that I didn't fit into at 170 pounds, but I'm like a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's just like, I just trust because my body is changing and things, all these things. Yeah. Right? Well, what was coming to me when we were talking about like the planting of the seed and whatnot, the biggest contrast where we trust regularly would be the seasons. Yeah. Right? So like we know winter is coming. We know summer is coming. We don't doubt that when it's minus 30 degrees in some parts of Canada that it won't be plus 20 degrees in the summer. Yeah, it's wild. And that is like the largest contrast in physical form. Yeah. And we're just like, it's going to happen. Yeah. If you think about that, it's wild. We trust wild. a lot. We do trust a lot. Gotta give us more credit here, but we need to. But what we have to do now is we have to start trusting where it matters. Yes. So here's the biggest, I would say, issue in this type of work in your awakening and really moving your soul to the front and your ego to the back is we're working with the unseen. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're working with energy. So energy is felt. It is not seen okay it is felt so we've been programmed and conditioned that all of this doesn't exist Mm -hmm. right but yet how many conversations have we had where people walk into the room and say oh the energy in here is thick right so the problem is is our ego our programming our conditioning then partnered with a bow tie with our wounds Mm -hmm makes it hard for us to trust. So that is why when you come to say our events like Nights with Coco, you don't leave the same because even though you might not be able to explain, you can trust in what your body is showing you. Yeah. Right? So even when people are doing inner child work with us, they'll always come and they'll read their letters and I'll always say to them, you're probably not going to remember. Yeah. Like there hasn't been, like, I mean, you're, you remembered yours a bit, but your I body did, knew. I didn't, I uh, know. I didn't remember mine, my physical, like the actual activity. And I had no, no, okay, I don't, okay. but I could feel it. But there, we have had some people be like, yeah, like I, I was in that room. I completely remember that, but it's rare. I would say majority yeah. of people don't remember, but they feel it. Yes. Because they're feeling that energy and then they trust Mm -hmm. because that's how you move forward in this type of work. Because honestly, you're working with stuff that one, you have blocked, two, you can't remember and people have died or things are coming to you. Let's be honest. If you could see it, you would have dealt with it years ago. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, what's not working for you? How's that working for you? Well, how about you just trust a little to gain a lot? I love that. Because so many people, I I had this conversation with my mom one day because she doesn't fully understand what I do. And she's so so sweet. I think she thinks I'm a motivational speaker. I love love that Which is great. Like, I love it. I'm going to get you a shirt. This is motivational speaker. (laughs) That that makes her understand. But my mom hasn't seen me in almost uh, three, three and a half years. So she hasn't experienced this version of me, right? And I'm always like, what you don't understand is how I access the things I do. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes you distrust. Right. Right. So in, in people who don't understand. It's a mystery. Yeah. This work, it's, it's a mystery and they're mm-hmm. conditioned and, oh, they'll pick it apart and they'll, they'll pick like the one thing if they can get proof, but the rest seems so out there. They want, they're just, they're so full of distrust because they can't see it. 
And people want, if they get that validation, especially in the work that we do, mm-hmm. it's like, if you told, if my mom comes through and she talks about the purple sweater, right? <laughs> then I can trust. No, your mom doesn't give a fuck about the purple sweater. She has sweater. 10 minutes to talk to you. You think she wants to talk about a purple sweater? No, she doesn't. She's not going to give you what you need. You're going to feel it in your body and you're just going to have to trust. I know with Scott, my partner, when when he first had a living portal with me probably four years ago now, is he had a relative come through. Mm-hmm. And speak to him in the knowledge that really, really pivoted his healing. And he always says, oh my God, I was staring at you and you are having this living portal moment. So this relative is coming through, like talking with your body and you're staring at you. And he's like, you know, your ego is distressing and all this stuff. And like, okay, whatever. And then he's like, then just like that, it switches and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is real. It's really interesting. Your trust just, yeah. I mean, you can speak to that. Yeah. So what happened to me the first time I experienced a living portal through Coco is I think I, I was, I was, uh, prepped on what to experience and I still laughed. Like I, I didn't know how to react cause it was, it was uncomfortable. Yes. And then same thing like Scott, all of a sudden there's like a switch and you're like, Oh, Oh my God. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, this is my grandpa or this is whoever. Yeah. And then you're just like, it shifts. You don't even see you anymore. Like it's not even, yes, the physical's it, not even there. Yeah. You're, it's so interesting. It's that, but it's trust. You that, have to trust. Yeah. That trust muscle just all of a sudden just went Takes from over. five to 80 pounds in that moment. Yeah. And you're like, ting, 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 It's like ting, the ting. adrenaline. Yeah. It's like trust muscle adrenaline. It's wild. And even at like nights with Coco, when people read their letters from their guides, they're so overwhelmed leading up to that moment because so much information has come through and it's really heightened and it's emotional. It's just a beautiful space. And we had a guy here on Friday and he was like, Oh my God. He's like, this is so overwhelming, but like I have chills and I'm feeling it. And I had him on -on one-on-one and you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's that, that trust. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, I don't even know what to say because it's like, we're so not used to that level of trust because you're and like, and like using him as an example, his guide letter was a basketball player and giving this whole beautiful metaphor about his life and everything. And then afterwards his ego's like, well, I don't like basketball. I'm not a basketball player. And I was like, yeah. I don't like purple. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, but the, what your guide told you is your life. Don't you see? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he had to really process that level of trust to know that what was coming through was meant for him Mm -hmm. because our ego minds want to like, you know, have everything be controlled and, and be it. But when you really relax into that trust, oh my God, Mm -hmm. like just, I could tell story after story after story. And I do at night to Coco on our journey last year when we were struggling financially, you Mm -hmm. know, just to put food on the table. And every single time we hit that moment when it was like, okay, this is it. This is the worst case scenario. Like we're moving home to my parents, you know, all the things, a random $6,500 check arrives. Or when we got free internet, we got free internet for four months because we got a magical $850 credit on our account. And that credit came the day after I said, fuck it. Mm -hmm. 
and you just trust. And every single time you flex that muscle, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And honestly, there will be illusions. Mm -hmm. There will be shit that keeps coming up in front of you Mm -hmm. over and over again, part of your karma, part of your lessons. But the more you do it, it, it's exactly like the gym in my mind. Yeah. The easier it gets. Well, that's you know? what I mean. Like you, if you end, if you have that second of bravery to trust in something really big and it happens, you are erasing so much programming and all these yeah. different things that have just like tormented you really, really in your mind. Because this is the, the, the journey is to get to a point where you are not controlled by the programming, the conditioning and number one, the overlay of fear. Yeah. That's what you want to live. That's how you want to live. Totally. Well, we always said, we've said it in a podcast before. It's like, accept that mystery. We're programmed to be told that the mystery is worse, but the mystery is always better. Oh my God. And it's so interesting. Like, if you think about this, any like major movie or any major thing in pop culture, there's always a theme of trust. Like the main character was up against the, the biggest thing and all they had to do was trust in themselves and yeah. they would make it. It's a thing, you guys. There's like stories about, there's movies being It's energy. Made. It's all in energy, why, yeah. Why does that entertain us? Because our soul knows it's right. We feel it when we watch those movies. Mm-hmm. And then we feel like, you feel so empowered after watching yes. that because you're like, yes, I can do it. But then the problem is, is that nobody ever really does it. They, they fall back. So before we came on, the guide said, an amazing analogy metaphor. I love this analogy. And they said, here's what happens. It's like people go through a car wash and they get washed on the external. They get shiny and sparkly and clean and they're all bubbled up and, you know, their hubcaps are glistening (laughs) and they get out and everybody's like, oh, you look so good. You know, what have you, you know, all those things because you are doing the external Mm -hmm. But what is happening in the internal? You didn't get the full detail, people. Exactly. You didn't get the vacuum special. So you'll see <laughs> such a huge portion of the world that literally goes through the car wash. And then they feel good for, you know. Until it gets muddy again. Yeah. Until they have to start driving through the mud and it gets hard. And then they, go and through they, the, they keep going through the car wash and then wondering why nothing changes. Because you've done nothing internally to exercise your trust muscle and to heal yourself. You've mm-hmm. done nothing. Mm-hmm. And like this week, I my bullshit meter has been like, <laughs> seriously, like it's been out of control. Because I've been hearing from from a lot of people in this community who I would um, look up to, you know, other spiritual teachers or people who are walking the talk or whatever the label you want to give is that this is becoming mainstream. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a lot of people who are all of a sudden coming out of, you know, the woodwork and they're offering this, they're doing that, but they're not authentic. Mm -hmm. They're going through the car wash people. Yeah. You can't fake authentic. You just, you can't. So you're going to notice all these people that are trying to tell you that they can help you, that they can do all this and all these things, but they're going through the car wash. Are they truly walking the walk, living the talk, right? Because when you are, that's a vibrational state of being. That is getting your trust muscle and everything 
so strong that you just can't deny it. Yeah. One thing that we always say too, um, or one thing actually that you will never hear us say is we can heal you. We can help you heal yourself. Yes. But we cannot heal you. So that's like a red light, (laughs) a red flag. If someone says, you know, come to the session with me and you'll be healed of this, or it'll help, you know, it'll help heal you of this. It's like, listen to the language, be conscious of what's being said. And also another really big point that I was just chatting to you about earlier too, is I was like, you can't go through the car wash and then expect to be able to have trust and to be okay in those decisions because you haven't healed the core wounds. They're still going to come back. Yeah. You haven't touched on your inner child. You haven't done all this. And, you know, I struggle with saying this a little bit because, you know, three or four years ago when I first awakened, I thought that I could just help people without worrying about helping myself. Mm-hmm. And it really bothered me. Um, I had a mentor at the time when she would say, like, you are you got to you got to heal yourself first. You got to. And I'm like, well, I mean then I'll never be able to help people. I'll never be able to do anything because, you know, how, how am I, so I'm just supposed to sit here dormant. And that's so interesting to me looking back at, because last year I took nine months to heal myself every single day, all day to the depths of my soul. And most people wouldn't take that time to do it because they have A, B, C, D, E, F, G mm-hmm. that they have to do. But if you actually give yourself that time and you trust, what will come out of that is astronomical. Mm-hmm. And I had all the reasons previous to why I couldn't do it. Well, I have bills. Well, I have this company. I have all these things. You have all these reasons why. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I had no trust. Yeah. I had no trust. I literally could have taken a hiatus in my old life for nine months if I wanted to and been totally supported because the trust would have flown in. Mm -hmm. And imagine how different I would have been if I would have taken that nine months to say, there's, I need to heal myself. I need to save myself. I need to take a break. I need to do whatever. I need to do all this stuff to look at myself. You know, and so many people just go from one thing to the next, one thing to the next, right? Like, I feel like you, you left your career, you now are um, on your own in doing content creation, she's an influencer, but in our work, she is being mentored by me and you're still doing the work. So you're not all of a sudden here raising your hand being like, hey, I'm going to help like I'm going to do these sessions or I'm going to do anything because you're taking the time to actually do the work to get that flex muscle up but it would be very easy for you to right now say well come yeah start spewing off right yeah Yeah. totally and and I feel like that's what we see a lot of it's like yes we people get a little bit of what's the word like I'm going to call it insight, but it's just conscious uh, and like they awaken to some information, but because they haven't done the work with their ego, really, it just spirals. And it's so apparent to Coco and I, and probably some people listening too, 
the people that are doing that, that are still being run by ego. Like it's almost like they got some information and then their ego just ran with it. Um, but yeah, it'd be so easy for me just to be like, cause okay, let's be honest. I have a lot of knowledge that I could be sharing right now, just yes. having been worked with you, but it's almost like you are forcing me to do that a little bit too, because I'm even like taking a step back being like, no, 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 I'm okay. I don't need to share that yet. Yes. And also like, you're very much taking the time to deal with your wounds and your layers and really, really get mentored in true form and really break that down so that when you do actually get to a point where you can help people, your trust is there yeah. because you don't want to step into the arena if you don't have full trust. Yeah. So that was me. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Like that is also, I stepped into the arena right off the hop because yeah, exactly like you said, mm-hmm. I awakened to my gifts instantly. Everybody around me was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, and I was so overwhelmed. So I thought that like I instantly had to give, give, give everybody my gifts and give them all the knowledge that was coming through me when I hadn't developed trust within myself. And I also did not have any recognition of my wounds and, and my ego and all that stuff. So yes, I shouldn't have been, um, there's no right or wrong, but I feel like I shouldn't have been going all in like I, I was, but Mm -hmm. that was an ego thing because I felt like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? I should be able to give all these people everything, Mm -hmm. but I didn't even trust myself. And then it caused more of a problem because I would do a session for somebody and then they'd come back and they would, you know, oh, well, why didn't they say this name or why didn't this happen? And then I'm like, well, I must be a fraud. I must be this because I didn't trust myself enough, right? Mm -hmm. Because I hadn't dealt with my self-worth wound. I didn't deal with my wounds. So all we're saying is that there is layers to this, people, and you can't fake it. And you have to really trust yourself and you have to know whatever the journey is for you that like you can give yourself that time and you will be provided for. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest fear we feel like, what are we racing for? Like realistically, this is my life now. Okay. I'm 36 years old. Say I live to 96 just for easy math. Yeah. That's 60 years. You guys. Yeah. 60 years. I'm going to be doing the majority this of your life. The majority of my life yet for the first three years of being awakened, I felt like I needed to just help everybody and do it all. No, I needed to help myself and trust myself and get myself saved, get myself to a place because there is nothing as powerful as somebody who's not ruled by ego and not ruled by their wounds. Mm-hmm. Nothing can touch you. Do you know what's coming up for me when you're saying that? You know, when you're in an airplane and they say, if the mask deploys, put it on yourself. If you're not around, you can't help other people. Yeah. So if that mask, that mask 100%. in life comes down, you take that and you put it on yourself first and you get that working on you and then you can help someone else put their mask on. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing mm-hmm. because that's the whole level of trust right here. Yeah. Because when you're sturdy in your own trust, when you're sturdy in your own being, you can then, there's there's nothing that can can stop you from being authentic and helping you help others with whatever your medicine, whatever your gifts are, mm-hmm. right? And I, I'm a living example of that because I did not trust myself. And so it's even like how we said on the last one, if you were at the very first nights with Coco, I didn't trust myself mm-hmm. because it was my first time seeing people in nine months 
It was my first time ever putting myself in front of people being Coco Mm -hmm. fully who I am. And I remember when people got their guide letters, I was like, oh, well, if it doesn't resonate with you, (laughs) please let me know. And now I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, no, absolutely not. They were all dead on, but I didn't trust myself because it was, I had just come out of the cave per se, Mm -hmm. right? Like I had been in the cave for nine months and I had been in the cave for my entire life. And now all of a sudden I'm the mentor, I'm Coco. I have all of this to share and I'm still human. I, even though my soul is running my life, I still have physical form. Mm -hmm. So that trust muscle has been really developed over the last six months. And like, honestly, don't give a fuck now. Mm -hmm to like such a degree. And trust is such an amazing thing. Like we were also saying, when you trust that you're at a certain vibration, the other vibrations just don't flow to you. No, they don't need, you don't, they're not even in your sphere of awareness. Yeah. So, you know, all this like fear around sickness and all that stuff going on, like we're at different vibrations. So you're not that stuff is just not going to be in your vibration and you need to just trust that. Mm -hmm. Like don't even engage in that and just surrender to that trust. Mm -hmm. You know, there could be crime. Like there could be a whole thing of crime (laughs) going down my street right now, but I just trust and know that they ain't going to come to my house for some reason. Yeah. The universe is not going to allow them to come up my driveway because that's that level of trust. And when you live like that, everything changes. Like we could probably go to Nigeria and walk down the streets and feel totally okay because we're so in trust that we're exactly where we need to be in this moment of time. And whatever surrounds us is going to diverge. Yeah. And that's when you're, that's when your muscle is so strong. And today I posted on Instagram about following your knowing. Mm -hmm. So it's by no shock that the guys downloaded (laughs) the trust today. Yeah. Because your knowing is definitely helping that that trust muscle, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Well, it just gives you that uh, validation in the moment to be like, yeah. 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 Because let's be honest, sometimes it is nice to have that little bit of comfort. Yeah. Right. And if you don't know what your knowing is, it's, it's I don't know if anybody else in the world shows people this. I haven't encountered anybody yet, but it's something that my work does. And it's something that we give people. So there's a physical sensation in your body that goes off when you are getting that double whammy to your intuition. Mm -hmm. So it is helping you trust. So the analogy we always give is if you're driving on the road and you're like got that knowing that gut feeling that yeah. we've all had says turn left and you turn right and there's an accident, you know, you now get a knowing. So when you're driving down the road and you turn, you get that kind of like download we call it that says, hmm, I should turn left. And you think it's the voice in your head, but it's really just a yeah. download and you turn left and then all of a sudden, you know, you get chills mm-hmm. and your knowing is chills. That means yes, trust yeah. what is going on to turn left mm-hmm. right and that really helps and we you're, you're knowing basically validates the thoughts in your mind yeah in a moment so for some people it'll show up too if they're having a conversation with someone um they'll get their knowing because whatever they're thinking they need to share in that moment and the knowing is there to tell them don't be afraid to share it yeah exactly and you're and your knowing evolves too mm-hmm. like you're knowing as you get the stronger you get your trust muscle, your knowing 
go your knowing goes away right that's yeah. what we've been talking about yeah so for some people it'll completely go away um for others it'll just change so for me I still get the same physical sensation but now it'll show up for me when I need to validate conversations or or things for other people because when you trust 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 and you really do follow your intuition um and you just live your life like that you don't need the double whammy because you just on your first go you just follow it yeah and your trust has been built up because I don't even get my knowing anymore, but you and I have been talking about it and we've both been getting that tingling in our shoulders. We should dig into that. So we're going to dig into that that so that we can come back to you guys with some knowledge because I haven't been getting my knowing, oh gosh, for a really, really long time, but I have been starting to get randomly that tingling in the shoulder. But I feel like we need to do some work on our own because it's like randomly and it's not really lining up with any of the thoughts and things that we're experiencing. So... I feel like it has to do with people. In what regards? Like, it's shown up for us when we talk about specific people. Okay. So maybe people that are connected to us in some way. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, We'll we'll let you guys know. We're going to let you guys know. But we're just showing you that there's so many layers and tricks. And if you come to Nights with Coco, you get your knowing. Um... We haven't, we've only done it remotely for a few people, but if it is something that you want to consider, you know, you know, message us and we can see if we can do the knowing for you. It's a beautiful gift that you gave yourself to really help you with your trust. And I just feel like so strongly with like the energy that we're, we're going into in this year that the theme should be trust because Mm -hmm. on the opposite of trust is hopelessness, Mm -hmm. right? And self-doubt. And self-doubt. And you're going to see a lot of that theme in the collective this, this year where people are like, you know, there's no hope because they have zero trust because when you're so full of the energy of, of doubt, you literally like trust is like a swear word to you. Mm -hmm. It just is. Cause you're just like, I, you just think it's so ridiculous because you have so much pent up energy of doubt and fear that it's really, really, really hard to trust. And this is part of doing the work. And once you get that trust, it just snowballs. You know, people will come and they'll have yeah, a Yeah, just as like doubt snowballs, so does trust. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Like if you come and have a session and say you have like a density session or you have a reading or whatever it is that you experience, when you trust the knowledge that came through is meant for you and you work with it, then it snowballs for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't, I say this all the time, you don't need to have like a million sessions with me because you go right to the root, you get the knowledge you need, and then you just trust. Mm-hmm. You trust that things are going to shift because they're going to, because it's a vibrational experience. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. When, when you understand that we're energy and you're having a vibrational experience and you're bringing the awareness to the density in your body or you're talking to somebody who's passed away or you're bringing awareness to inner child, you have to just trust that it's going to shift. But, I mean, you can't just do the car wash either. You can't just come to inner child and get all that information and have that experience and then not consciously do the work, right? Do your homework. Like, yeah, do the things that you need to do. Well, it's because then you're then you're creating roadblocks for yourself. You're going to be on that layer until you work through it. It's not like you get the knowledge and then it's gone. You get the knowledge to help you then know what you're working through. Yeah, exactly. So 
I don't know, this might be a shorter episode this week, but I just feel like we needed to download Mm -hmm. all of this information about trusting and understanding what trust is. And it's been like a huge theme this week. And the guides like said, like talk to everybody about trust and like really understand what it means to trust. Because like I said, I feel like there's so many feelings around trust and trust me, (laughs) I have said a million times when I've been spiraling or things haven't manifested fast enough for my ego, Mm -hmm. well, this is bogus. You know, this isn't real. But Scott always says to me, we just keep moving forward because all we got to do is trust because what's the alternative? Like, think about that. Yeah. On this journey, what's the alternative to trust? In our world, it's gritting back in. It's yeah. going back into fear. It's like... Which is harder. Yeah, we said that last time. It's so much harder. Yeah. So really try and flex. Look at trust as a muscle. And when you're scared to trust, think about think about it as a muscle. Mm-hmm. And every single time you trust, more things are going to flow in. And combine trust with the illusion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you see that illusion, then it becomes easier to trust. It's all a full package, like a whole package. The trust journey is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just wanted to download all this information, get you guys working on your trust muscle as you're working through the layers of your life and really realize that everything is energy. And just because you cannot see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It actually means the opposite. Mm -hmm. Just because you can't see it means that it exists. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And you have to trust. And when you trust, honestly, here's the thing. You're standing at the end of that cliff and you know that you got to jump. And it's funny how our minds think that when we jump, we're literally going to hit the bottom and die. Yeah. But we've never realized that there's a trampoline at the bottom that's going to go bounce you back up or there's a net or mm-hmm. you honestly learn to fly yeah. every single time because that's how energy works when you trust energy becomes a flow and helps you go to where you want to go and it changes your life mm-hmm. it's hard because it's reprogramming the pathways that have kept you stuck but once you you know take those wires that are old and they're fraying and they're short circuit everything changes because you just trust. Mm -hmm. So flex that muscle, you guys. Go to the gym. (laughs) The trust gym. The trust gym.